Hello and welcome to the Climbing Daily Wednesday news show. And we're starting off with sad news from Patagonia. We have to sometimes speak about tragedy in the mountains. So let's go to Patagonia and find out what's been taking place over the last couple of days. The hugely popular and talented mountain guide and climber, 41-year-old Corrado Pesce, known as Cora, has died on Saratore. He and his climbing partner, Thomas Aguilo, had just climbed a new route on the east face. Having shared the last few pictures of Saratore with another team and summited, they returned to their bivy for a few hours whilst descending. There, both Thomas and Cora were badly hit by rock and icefall. Cora was so badly injured he was unable to move, and despite also being badly hit, Thomas managed to descend, having placed Cora in a sheltered area. Thomas managed to reach the base of Serratore with help, and despite a rescue attempt involving over 30 people, bad weather meant the search was called off. Drone images have now shown Cora's lifeless body below the ledge he was left on. It's an incredibly sad moment for the mountaineering community, and our thoughts are with his friends and family at this time. Incredibly sad news, and Cora was a big part of the mountaineering community where he lived in Chamonix, uh, and it's a hugely sad time for everyone. So Cora, uh, rest in peace, and you will be remembered. Now, this weekend was the first ice climbing World Cup of the season, and we were there in Sasfe. The Sasfe Ice Comp is always a spectacular event, with some of the best athletes in the world going head-to-head -head in a giant multi-story car park. We have a full highlights video coming soon, but here are the winners. For the men, it was young French climber Luna Ladevant who topped out the route for victory, with Benjamin Bouchard in second and Luna's brother Tristan Ladevant finishing up the podium in third. The women's world champion was Petra Klingler, who is now a double world champion. The only athlete to top the route, Anastasia Astova came in second, while Francisca Schonbachler came third. Ice climbing championships, and I heard Magnus Mitbo was there. Magnus Mitbo was there, yes. So uh, we did a little bit of filming with him for his channel, uh, and a little bit for Climbing Daily as well, so they'll be coming out soon. Uh, normal highlights video that we always get, uh, so that's coming, and then uh, a special semi-finals edit will be out soon. Any Ice Axe Dinos? Uh, there were Ice Axe Dinos. I've got Actually? Slow, yeah, yeah, the men's finals had a big Ice Axe Dino uh, in it, and then the women's as well had a little cut-loose move, which looked pretty savage. So Ooh. that's all coming soon. And we will talk about Petra Klingler later in the show because it is an unbelievable achievement what she did. So we'll, we'll chat about that soon. Yes, I've got bouldering news from Switzerland as well. Burke Rabatou finished off her Swiss holidays in style, first by sending Ayur an 8B plus or V14, and she describes it as one of the most beautiful lines, a perfect combination of extreme power and subtle technique over a daunting pit. And she also climbed Heritage, a hard 8B in Val Bavona. Right, Burke Rabatou, that's what she wanted to climb, those were her main projects. Mm -hmm. and, uh, she got them down on the last day. Last day is the best day. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Last day for me no, is usually no, no, the worst is. <laughs> day because I'm just like this, just exhausted. Yeah, but then, you know, you don't know when you get to do that again. So you just give it your all. That's true. That's true. And she's had a heck of a time in Val Bavona, hasn't she? Mm. Some big, big ticks gone down for her. So. Yeah, I think this is, well, 8B, 8B plus. She climbed about 3, 4. Mm -hmm. If not more, yeah. that rhymes. Yeah, now she's back in the States, I guess, just because the IFSC season's a couple of months kicking off. So I guess she'll be back to training for that. 
very exciting times so. ahead. Uh, now, I've got solo news from the UK. Anna Taylor has soloed the E87A Tchaikovsky sequence. Although the second ascent by Dave Burkett did use a modified piece of gear, generally the route is considered not well protected. Anna chose not to use a bouldering pad and described it on a UKC interview as quite a scary solo. She first tried it a few years ago, but wasn't ready for the savage mono moves in the middle. Anna Taylor uh, continuing her dominance of sort of UK uh, and British trad routes. Um, like she's on a different run of form at the moment, doing some impressive, impressive stuff. It's a nice one, Anna. A Franco Cookson route, that one was, by the way. We chatted about him recently. Yeah, about his terrifying more climbs he puts oh, up. Oh, isn't he like a super underground climber that puts up terrifying things on skyhooks? Exactly, and apparently Anna Taylor goes and repeats them, so fair okay. play. I've got sport climbing news from uh, France, and Theo Blas sent his first 8C+. 12-year-old Theo Blas made the first repeat of Seb Wan's 8C+, Guerre Futur, in Claret. It's a variation of Guerre du Zour, an 8C, which we actually have a climbing daily video about. Guerre Futur is a powerful endurance test piece on bad pinches and slopey side pulls, climbing through a beautiful overhanging prow, combining compression moves and technique and precise footwork. Young Theo doing it again. Yeah, he's on it, isn't he? Always around that level. I didn't realize that was his first 8C+. I thought he'd already done one, but I guess it was 8Cs before, right? Yeah, it was all 8Cs. Okay. And this is a new route of Sebon. Okay, so, cool. so recent as well. Yes, so cool. it's all new, new, new. Mm. And uh, talking about new routes and sport climbing, I've got the 9A roundup, and we start off with Adamandra. Adamandra is rock climbing in Arco and made it his mission to climb hard and quickly. In just two days, he made the second ascent of Trofeo dell'Adriatico, saying it's an amazing line, one of the best in the grade, and confirmed the grade of 9A+, proposed by Gabri Moroni. In France, Loic Zehani just climbed Casimono, a 9A in Chouchon. The Crux is a hard sequence of a dozen moves, and as the name suggests, it's all on one or two finger pockets. Adam Ondra taking down a 9A plus in two days. Pretty impressive, eh? Um, yeah. We actually interviewed Adam Ondra the other day. So we have got an interview coming quite soon to Climbing Daily. Um, just to let you guys know, back at home, if you're interested in a bit of Adam, it's coming up. Okay, thank you. Uh, that's it for the news, right? Yes. 9B counter? Yes. <laughs> Well, there is uh, nothing on the 9B counter this week. As you know, we've changed the rules slightly. We're back to the sort of sport climbing 9B counter. So 9B counter and 9A counter for women, but combined with the 9B counter, watch other shows. I ain't going over it again, but uh, there's nothing, nothing on it. Nope. So let's talk about shop stuff during the new show as you know every week we bring you the latest and greatest deals and it's all about rab this week which is up to 30 percent off rab clothes Ooh. now rab make fantastic down items like my sleeping bag that i love is rab i've had rab down jackets for me their down is right up there what does rab stand for that's because really it's good all question. in caps yeah. and it goes r a b no i literally don't know i should know do you want to make know? it up um, rabbits are bonkers. That's what it stands for. Rabbits are bonkers, of course, that well-known British 
brand. Uh, you've heard it here first. Right, let's talk about Epic TV content. And as you guys know, uh, here at Epic TV, we love to chat about gear. We often break the news of new gear. Last couple of years, we haven't been able to go to our usual trade shows because they've been cancelled due yeah. to COVID to find out about the gear. So we went to the brands. Uh, and we have a new series on the main Epic TV channel called Sneak Peaks. Check out this little teaser from the new Method Black Diamond shoe. We're going to talk about Petra, won't we? Uh, yeah, um, and ice climbing in general, I guess. Ice climbing. Yes. Um... The big thing for me, right, this week is the question of why are more climbers not sort of diversifying and winning in other areas, right? Because okay. Petra Klinger won this weekend in Sasfe, right? Yes. Her comeback to ice climbing year, she used to do it a bit always more into rock climbing. And of course, she was the bouldering world champion in... 2016. And you asked me because you didn't know the name I the totally forgot. I totally forgot. <laughs> but she was bouldering world champion in 2016. She's now ice climbing world champion in 2022. Right. Which blows my mind, but it does make me think, I wonder why others aren't doing it. Because like, if you're Adam Ondra... you why. <laughs> well, go on then. Because if you're Adam Ondra, surely Adam could use his strength, for example, pick up some ice tools, learn the holds. Yeah and win a world championship. Why doesn't he? Is it pleasant to stand around in a car park for two days in a row? Are you asking me this question? Yes. I have a wonderful time every time I stand in that car park. Do you? However, I, I know what you're getting for, at. It, it's, it's for tough. You gotta it's be cold. tough. Yeah, you it, gotta it, be tough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, I entered one years ago. All right. And I was in like, you know, like base layer and all the rest in minus 20, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. You're right, it is savage. Do yeah. you think it's the savagery alone? Or do you think climbers are like, I can't go into ice climbing because it will take away from my training. Well, maybe it's like intimidating. You know, it's very spiky. Mm -hmm. It's a whole new thing. It's, you know, different gear yeah. moves and stuff are different as well. Yeah. And it's not like, yeah, Petra won in bouldering and now won ice climbing, but it doesn't like it took her like a couple of years. You know, yeah. there's definitely a transition phase. And it doesn't happen often. And it doesn't happen often. But yeah. you know how we don't see many any speed climbers like non-speed climbers yeah. winning speed i know miho came third right when yeah. she did the speed climb when she was building up to the olympics and a lot of them including yanya got really good at speed climbing mm -hmm. but you never you haven't seen one win an event you know yeah i guess but with ice climbing i think it's very similar to lead climbing in terms of the endurance and fitness you need and route reading is it it, it's but a then long... you do it in minus temperatures, yeah, but, but so that's just, why. Let's just say you're tougher than we are, right? Let's just right. say you are actually a tough, like Petra is, yeah. you can handle it, yeah. okay? <laughs> because if you've got the endurance, okay, mm. ice axes are jugs, okay? Yes. Like the holds they're on aren't jugs, obviously, I've done it, I know that. But what you're holding onto is jugs. It feels like grip. jugs the whole time because of the grip on that ice axe. Yeah, right? like really overhanging. I know, I'm not just, I'm not, I'm not saying ice climbing is just jug climbing. But my point is, is if you are an uber fit sport climber, yeah. I think they're comparable. Yes, maybe. But then Switzerland has the infrastructure to train ice climbing mm -hmm. and, you know, to actually get good at it. And it's sort of like a mix of ice climbing and dry tooling as well. And yeah. what I'm saying now is like, it's not such a big sport that just countries or federations yeah. don't have those like structures in place or deep enough car parks. For sure, for sure. But I think there's like, okay, in my, and you know, you know how like climbers are meant to have egos? Generally. They do. Yeah, they do. They you absolutely do. Exactly. And I do think if you're a pro, like sport climber, you yeah. need an ego. Any top athlete needs an ego to keep themselves going, pushes them, makes them believe that they're the best. Okay? Right. I think it's part of it. You'd think someone would have gone, I could be ice climbing world champion. 
as well I'll as just, something I'll, else. Yeah, I'll you know go, what I mean? I'll go just do like, it. I could just go and, and I'm not saying Petra did it because I think Petra loves Iceland. She's always done it, okay? Mm. But she shows it's possible. I want to see some more. I want to see Jakob or someone just be like, you know what, next year I'm doing the ice climbing. New generation of athletes, maybe they'll do it. Exactly. Because then it's like two seasons because you could do the summer season of sport climbing, lead, whatever yep. you like, and then you do ice climbing. Exactly. Yeah, but then you don't get a really a rest. All <sighs> oh, right. You need to be tough to yeah. be ice climbing. No, but true. You don't, you don't get a downtime, maybe, maybe. But they are very different. You know, like if you didn't do all of the ice climbing world championships, they don't overlap. Mm. Could work. There you go. Look, we've posed the question. We've had a chat about it. What do you think? Why are there not more multidisciplined world champion climbers? Let us know in the comments your opinion. Leave a comment down below. You should have just asked Petra. I should have just asked Petra. She was just yeah. like, she, she told me. She was just like, it was my comeback year. I don't know what happened. This was an accident. Oh, <laughs> like, She just won it because she was on top form. Um, comment of the week. Comment of the week. But uh, we don't have a song. We don't have a song, which means we have to sing. You want to start it off? Oh, shall I do a really high-pitched one? No, please don't do that. <laughs> Anything about that. But you go. One, comment two, three, comment of the week. <laughs> Horrible. Please send your songs to climb at epictv.com or DM us on Instagram. Send us your comment of the week song and we can stop singing. Yeah, I'm sorry for that. I hope our editor actually muted me. He I can't. really hope that happened. He knows what he's done. Mine is from Vlad uh, Moldovan who says, wait. There is a podcast? You mean I can listen to Matt's hilarious, in quotation marks, jokes outside of YouTube? Uh, yes, you can. We basically, what we do is we used to have a podcast podcast and we sort of run out of time. So now we take the new show audio, stick it on the podcast in case you're in the car and you just want to hear the news and us chatting. It doesn't always make sense, but sometimes it does. You can find that on Spotify. You can find it on um, iTunes, anywhere you get your podcasts-ish. I should know this Apple, so I upload Apple. it. Podcast. Podcast, it's we're on the that. violet icon. Yeah, we're not on Facebook podcast yet. But anyway, we're Facebook. on all the podcasts every week. That's where you can find it. Okay, my comment is from Liam Sweeney, and he says, Are we all gonna pretend it's not easier for a child to climb? With such little experience, it's evident. Hmm. Well, Matt, <laughs> what do you think? This is the <laughs> Is it easier? No, it's not. Yeah, they're light, but like they're short. You know, things average out in the end. Because if you're light and short, yeah. moves are longer. You need mm -hmm. to do like a million moves in between. It ain't easier. I'm, I'm talking for short people out there. I'm not getting involved in this. I've had too much. You know, you know, I've like you know got jealous of the kids before, and therefore I'm leaving my opinions out of it. Still recognize it's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a seven C, an eight C plus doesn't get easier just because you're no underage. Absolutely, I agree with you. That's mm. all I'm saying. Uh, that's it. That's it. For this week's show. Thank you so much for watching. We'll be back next week. See you soon.